0: All right, this is episode one of A Marvelous Marathon, our podcast where we watch the Marvel movies in chronological order. We just watched Captain America, the first Avenger. I'm Joseph. I'm joined by my co-hosts, my chums, my pals, David and Kerf. What'd you guys think of the movie?
1: Oof. Uh, you know, that's one that, in my opinion, hasn't aged very well, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm honest. <laughs> It's. Re- it, I don't know. It's just kind of corny. I feel like with that, you can really see Marvel's formula for how to make an origin story. You know, the character. There's certain certain characters that fit certain roles. There's certain lines that need to be said. Moments that need to happen. And I don't know. I just. That's just too. It
2: was just too corny for me, to be honest.
0: Well, so, let's. Oh, ahead, so, you're,
2: so you're saying that you had a problem with them introducing a new character in the Marvel universe for the movies and then to develop that and, you know, introduce people and make sure that someone watching it for the first time and not familiar with Captain America at all is at least like understanding of the story. You're saying that was you had a problem with character development. <laughs> <laughs> is that <what> you're saying? <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, not, not not really. I mean, it's not the character development. It's just. Well, know, the movie, the movie felt like it had to check boxes more than it felt like introducing a character. Right. Like, OK, go ahead, Joe.
0: No, I was going to say, like, let's OK, let's take me take me through the movie. We just watched it. It's fresh yep. in our minds. Like this is an origin story, so let's like break down what what is Captain America's origin. He's like tiny Rogers, who was like disturbing to look at and uh, <laughs> form with a giant head, and yeah. then he, like is discovered by some German scientist who feels bad for him because his friend is going to war and he can't. Uh, but we see that like tiny Rogers has every known health issue possible on his route. I'm
1: pretty sure it said weak man on there too like that was one of the foibles
0: (laughs) 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 such a hardcore way to get dismissed because he's like trying to join the army right like he's trying to go to war Mm -hmm. his redeeming characteristic is his sheer patriotism and uh, his ability to receive pity from everybody that encounters him
1: but yeah at that point that is his superpower (laughs) literally everyone pities him
0: and i have some serious questions about whether or not bucky is his friend just so that he can appear like the hot friend
2: yeah he's he's like steve rogers is like the designated ugly fat friend but it's like the complete opposite of that he's like the designated tiny dude to make bucky look like a fucking power lifter
0: yeah, which he even later in the movie, he even comments on how he's like being ignored because now he's the ugly friend, which he seems disappointed about.
2: <laughs> yeah. What's the whole purpose behind Winter Soldier?
0: <laughs> well, don't jump don't ahead too much.
2: Cap- Captain America, a story of revenge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the first revenger. Yeah, the first you revenger, the first there revenger. it is. <laughs> um. Okay, so he's like he tries to join the army. Then the scientist meets him, and then like the next part of the movie kind of just blows past me. Like he goes to boot camp, meets Tommy Lee Jones, who mm-hmm. is a colonel, but somehow running a a boot camp.
1: Yeah, well, I think he. I think the point is like he's not running the boot camp. I think he's running, you know, the secret soldier project or whatever. He's the guy that he's the. For some reason, the army decided to pick a colonel to figure that out, which, you know, cool. And then a colonel, the colonel is supposed to weed through like, apparently like 12 people to figure out who is going to get these injections that to make them, you know, the most physically blessed human the world has ever known
0: yeah and Tommy Lee Jones reuses his best of the best of the best speech for men in black when he's like, we've only got the best here, and then you meet what's this guy's name? The dude that starts talking back to English lady, his name's like Hodgman or something Gilmore Hodge, and he gets punched <laughs> in the face.
2: <laughs> that's hilarious uh
1: yeah, there was quite a significant amount of face punching in this movie. <laughs> Can I just say that I feel like every face punch was a right hook. I don't know what it is about this movie, but, like, the amount of right hooks in it is just ridiculous.
0: Kerf, do you feel like (laughs) left-handed people are represented fairly in this Marvel movie?
2: Uh, I didn't really think about it, but I will say that, like, seeing somebody doing something left-handed or, like, watching the other people shoot left-handed is, like, extremely fucking weird to the point where I'm like, why are you doing it wrong? And then I'm like, oh, wait, I look the same when I do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, He, like, show- okay, so back to the plot, though, he, like, shows off that he's got inner spirit or something, I guess, because he pulls the pin out of the flagpole and then uh, and then jumps on a dummy grenade, and that's basically why he becomes Captain America. Is that's how I can wrap my head around this? Well,
1: yeah. that and the fact that he doesn't like bullies.
0: That's right. You forgot about that part, quote unquote. Yes. Yeah. I
2: yeah I feel like like they're trying to weed through all these people, and then you know, basically just have a if you want to break it down like a group of meatheads who think that they already are a super soldier and then you have this guy who's looks like a fucking field mouse comes along and yeah. like, they're like oh he's you know an outside of the box thinker and he's able to like solve a simple problem that a bunch of meatheads weren't able to do with brute force and then they realize that he's like pretty selfless although I, I feel like you know jumping on a grenade was sort of unnecessary but like Whatever, that's his prerogative. So then they decide to turn him into a a super meathead. So
0: Yeah. And then why so he's chosen because the the German scientist guy says, you know, you're like it's gonna amplify all your greatness, you know, good becomes great or whatever. But we're really lucky that Chris Evans character, what is his name? Rogers, something like that.
1: Steve Rogers. Steve
0: yep. Rogers doesn't have any sort of childhood trauma from being, like, the smallest person.
2: Yeah, he could have gone the complete other way and gotten, like, a reverse Napoleon complex and been like, I'm big now, and he just, like, goes around and beats the shit out of everyone.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's really funny is, like, from, you know, they, the first... What was it like the first 30 minutes of the movie just shows how much Steve Rogers just gets bullied by everyone?
0: Yeah, he's just sort he of a was... sad person.
1: Yeah, he's surprisingly well adapted to, or, you know, he's surprisingly, well, I can't think of the right words here. Sprightly. Was sprightly, yeah, but he's he seems very (laughs) he seems very he seems very well adjusted for just getting punched in the face like forty five (laughs) times in the span of a few days. You know, I don't know about y'all, but if I went out to get a milkshake and some dude beat me up in an alley, I'm not sure. I'm not sure after the third time that happened, I'd be so well adjusted.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm I'm thinking. Seriously (laughs) concerned about his underlying mental state through all of this bullying through his childhood and into his adulthood i mean he's a grown man at the time that we meet him
2: well he's not quite grown but he is supposedly a man yeah (laughs) but they like but that all i mean from a character development standpoint that probably also shows that you know despite all of that he's still like himself and still has a you know, a huge spirit and resiliency and stuff like that. So that might be another characteristic that made them choose him for the, like the, whatever the hell the super soldier program is called.
0: They give him blue juice. And so he like gets this blue juice okay. injected into him while he's in a chair. And then it just gets ripped. He's, you know, he's the, uh, after this.
1: Don't don't forget about the vitamin light.
0: The, the vitamin. Oh my god.
1: The Vita-rays.
2: I just had an epiphany. So they give Uh-oh. him this blue juice and then they have a thing called Vita-rays. It's literally just Powerade.
0: So it's it's they give him electrolytes. That's what Tony yeah. Stark discovered.
2: Yeah. And that's what Plants crave. Um That's
1: Brando. Right? <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so far, I'm, later. <laughs> what I'm a little uncertain about is to like so one of one of a, a plot moving device that they give is right after he gets these injections, for some reason they have one left, right? And then the Nazi spy who's in the antique shop steals it. <laughs> and then we meet my favorite character in this whole movie is the old lady with the Tommy gun that <laughs> blast it. Um But then he shows off all of his skills by doing like a street chase where he can, where, you know, Steve Rogers shows that he can run as fast as a Model T and apparently swim as fast as a submarine. Um, Those two don't seem equivalent in my head, but. uh,
1: (laughs) No, but that does sound like a catchier song than the Superman song. (laughs) 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 And what else was it? He could, he could did he pull that car door off to use as a shield
0: uh well the ta- he, the guy is driving right in like the taxi driver or not a taxi driver the nazi spy guy like flips this model t and just gets out of it without a scratch as if there were you know triple a standard airbags inside of this vehicle
1: <laughs> which i mean it was the 40s weren't isn't that when they were invented
0: i don't think so Oh. Uh, anyway. But then, like, the next, like, 40 minutes of the movie just feel like a blur to me. It's, uh, I can't process what happens. He was, like, doing a PR ad campaign, and then he's, like, in Germany?
1: Well, his, like, PR ad campaign. But I, yeah, they don't really explain why the PR ad campaign just sort of went to Germany. Or was it no, it was Italy, I think. They were in Italy fighting Well Nazis. The it the the Nazis, yeah. Uh
0: but- or the villain in every movie that is set in the forties and fifties.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well I mean I feel like if the world really had an actual kind of you know global villain uh, in the forties, in real life, that you know it would be a little bit more close to reality.
0: That's right. They didn't want to crank the X Factor up too much, so they tie the the real storyline of World War II to Captain America. I guess.
2: Also, random segue, but the top speed of a Model T was apparently around thirty five miles an hour.
0: I mean, that's pretty quick with
2: a a whopping twenty horsepower. So if they were just like cruising along, they were probably doing like fifteen miles an hour, which was like blazing fast. Whenever horses were transportation, (laughs) like fifty years before that, how fast can how fast can horses run? Uh, I don't know. At like a sprint, I mean, think about like those cars weren't doing top speed around. New Yorker, wherever he was, so probably, probably. it looks like he was yeah.
0: in traffic too.
2: Yeah, so they're probably doing like seven miles an hour. So, like, I mean, he's he's running fast, but
0: it was impressive that he was able to swim up to the submarine and then punch through the glass underwater.
2: That's yeah, that's, that's very true. That's pretty.
1: That's pretty crazy. That's definitely befitting of a superstar. And then he
0: yeah. he like throws him out of the water in this cartoonish fashion, which it's a superhero movie, so some of it's gonna be cartoonish, but yeah. Throws him out of the water and then like the guy pops his own tooth off and kills himself.
2: Yeah, I guess he had a cyanide yeah. capsule.
0: Yeah.
2: Or he just choked and on I, his tooth. Yes. He, he
1: had a cyanide chiclet hidden in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and then, and then from there he—that's right before the montage of his, um, you know, his his effort to help the war by basically being a, a show monkey.
0: Yeah, but then it's followed up by another montage of him like going into battle, and then the red guy is always super mad and like shows up late in his car that's way too large and just scowls
1: yes yeah there's, there's that's probably, true
2: there's probably something behind that scowl in the massively oversized car
0: i think it's in sam neill's contract that uh he gets to scowl at least 20 times in, in any film he's in <laughs> or i mean how else
1: are you supposed to show that you're upset other than the scowl
0: yeah Um, I was a little upset at the fact that Bucky is the one that's on the lab table when they do the rescue mission. It's like, of course, that's the one guy that's being experimented on when Captain America shows up.
1: Right. And they don't really show you what experiment was done. Maybe that was kind of a setup so so as to kind of explain why he fell down you know, I don't know what was it like two miles down into that <laughs> ice. Yeah, valley. he fell
0: like two, at least and, two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> feet yeah.
2: Do you think uh, that they used the? Wait, did the German guy get away with that extra serum or something, or did they kill him before he got away with it? I thought
1: no. Remember when he when he threw him out the submarine? It fell onto the ground and broke. Uh, okay. it, it was either that or right before they went in the submarine. It it. it the gla- the the vial they had it in fell on the ground shattered and, uh, okay. and
0: yeah. I think that's what when the I was ninja say, Turtles maybe. universe starts too. What the Ninja Turtles universe starts right then because they
2: yeah, Oh year.
1: yeah. Yep. Yeah, because a mouse comes and eats it and then brings its two turtle friends there and mm-hmm. then there you go, teenage Mutant ninja turtles. No, of course not, because Splinter is a rat. <laughs> <laughs> And they are going to be introduced in Phase Five of the Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe.
2: <laughs> no, I was going to say maybe the experimentation on Bucky was that blue stuff, the the aid that they gave um, Captain America. But if that broke, then that kind of nixes that.
1: Well, what I like, what, what, what I mean, there's so many things in this movie to nitpick, if I'm honest. But my big thing with with the with the whole movie is. So the so Schmidt has the red skull has learned how to harness the energy. So anyway, let's sorry, let's keep progressing through the storyline and then I'll bring up my grease. Okay, we've go,
0: we've gotten up to like Bucky has fallen into the cliff and is presumed deceased. Yeah. What happens next?
1: And Well, so that's when they're that's they're on a train and they're or aren't they blowing up or uh, you know fighting Schmidt trying to escape on his train or what on the train or whatever. I can't remember. Is that part of the montage?
0: No, they end up in like an airbase.
1: <laughs> Man, we just watched this movie. Yeah. We are Why am having I like... a terrible time of it.
2: I feel like this is kind of like <laughs> alluding to how great the movie is.
1: Yeah, basically. Or
2: how terrible all of our attention spans are.
1: I mean. We were having a good time during that movie, though. So, well, no. So after Bucky fall Bucky falls down in it, they go to one of the one of the facilities where they're producing these weapons to blow them up. Remember, there was it when they were escaping from the one that Red Skull and Cap had their encounter. And they somehow got onto a train, and the train like exploded, and then Bucky fell down, right? Does that sound at all like <laughs> what actually? No, happened? because
0: the, there's the time when Red Man he gets on—not to be confused with Method Man—but he gets on his propeller vehicle <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and then flies away. And so that's like the first time the the villain gets away. But then somehow, then there's like the train scene, which I think was a trap. And then they end up at like the air base.
1: Oh, that's right. Oh, they were trying to get the doctor. Doc, was it Doctor yeah, Selvig? Yeah. They were they were trying to they were trying to get him on the train and that's when in the fight of all that bucky falls down into the ice okay that's right and then then from there they move on to the dancing monkey scene with agent carter and cap where they're talking to, where they're crying about bucky dying which if he only knew ha ha i guess um <laughs> <God>, that's... Was- <laughs> sorry that was <laughs> that was a really quick way to just brush past the death <laughs> way to go david <laughs> jesus uh um and then then they're sitting in the meeting room and they're like these are where all the factories are let's go blow them all up and caps like no let's just drive up to them and blow them up right
2: yeah and well- his, and then he like lets his motorcycle just careen off and ridiculously explode and take out a wall. That's
0: right. The motorcycle is yeah. the key to all of this. He breaks in because yep. his motorcycle has every known invention attached to it, and then he like he's apparently he is. Is this where there's like the high up rafters fight? No, that was when Red Man gets into his propeller vehicle.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was prior to all this train nonsense. Oh. Man, we.
0: <laughs> How do they? Get... Oh, that's right. That's right. So Tommy Lee Jones shows up with the assault. He's le- the full bird Colonel is leading the military assault in this installation, and of then course. they get into the Nazi mobile, and like Captain America jumps off of the car onto the like what is it the wheel of the the big bomber plane yeah. that Red Man's on.
1: Yeah, yeah, Red. Yep.
0: And at this point, this is the climax I mean, have... of the film <laughs> right here.
1: Yep. We have glossed over quite a bit, but it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> like, like this movie, we can't, we, we can't be bothered with attention
2: <laughs> to detail.
0: <laughs> so they get on the plane, or he gets on the plane, and he just starts like killing people.
2: And he like yeets that one guy out with the bomb that says Chicago. I will
0: say that was an excellent part of the movie. I loved that scene.
2: (laughs) That was great. I'm
1: kind of disappointed. They didn't use the Looney Tunes sort of fall there where the the bomb (laughs) falls first and then the guy looks all surprised (laughs) and sad and then falls (laughs) with it. That would have been way
2: better. I, so I was I was muted at that point, and that, that came up, and he started following, and I literally just yelled out "heat" in the middle of my living room. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, can we talk for a second about the Nazi mobile that Tommy Lee Jones was driving? Uh, yes, this is yes. incredible, and it had a a Fast and Furious level of nitrous oxide boost. All on this for thing. sure.
1: Dude.
2: Yeah. Or was Dude, it? Like it the wasn't. Men in a, black it wasn't. Oh, sorry, Kirk. Go ahead. I was gonna say, or is it like the Men in Black mobile? Like, don't press the red button. Yes.
0: There are some recurring themes yeah. between yeah. Men in Black in this movie.
1: There are. It wasn't. It wasn't even nitrous oxide. It was a literal jet <laughs> engine on this thing. It had a rocket. This thing had like a Batman style rocket booster in it.
0: Um. I mean so Okay, so we've gotten to them. the climax of the movie. The Captain America he meets up with Redman in the in the cockpit of this bomber plane and they start having like a zero gravity fight. Um, but they're sort of equally matched and then for some reason Redman grabs the Tesseract. I sort of missed why this happened. So like does anybody remember why he had to like reach for it?
2: I figure. I think it was. uh, Go ahead, Curve. I figure he was like just showing off his possession and, you know, doing the whole bad guy. Like, I'm going to tell you how powerful I am. And then he ends up getting disappeared to some other universe. And then a tesseract melts through the floor, but not his fucking hand for some reason. Because that makes sense.
0: Yeah. That seemed like. It was sort of anticlimactic, right? Because like in this movie, Captain America, he doesn't he doesn't save his friend, he doesn't get the girl, he doesn't actually defeat the villain. All he manages to do is to like crash a plane
1: and not die. I mean, he does kill a significant amount of Hydra agents or soldiers or Let's face it, the stormtroopers of Yeah, but we saw
0: their army when they were doing their cheer, you know, the Hail Hydra (laughs) cheer in the big room. And there's like (laughs) tens of thousands of these guys.
1: Yeah, look, can we just take a second since you brought that up, their Hail Hydra cheer? They look, I don't know, it looked like something that an elementary school kid thought about on a playground. (laughs) Yeah, that's, maybe it's
2: pretty bad I
0: like to imagine that there was, was actually it? only like 10 guys and they just copied and pasted them over and over <laughs> again in a CGI room
1: that would be pretty awesome
0: uh, and then that's it right like he crashes the plane and then there's like a, a really sort of awkward moment between Chris Evans character and the English lady who I don't know the actress's name, but you know, uh, his squeeze in the film. Uh, but they Mm -hmm. don't actually demonstrate any real chemistry. I mean, the the people that had the most chemistry in this movie are Captain America and Bucky. And, you know, he let his friend die.
1: Yeah, that's true. Can we really say that he cares? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. But Getting back to what I was saying about like my biggest problem with this is, okay, so the Red Skull, or Red Man, had, he had the Tesseract, which we all know contains a space, this
0: space. Well, we don't shell. know that yet.
2: Yeah, I, I knew that. I definitely knew that. <laughs> that true.
0: Well, well,
2: we don't know it yet, but obviously
1: it does. We know that, right? I mean... I mean, are we trying to play ignorant of this the entire time? Because like, I just didn't fucking. To know. me, this. Oh, you didn't fucking know. I I don't even. I that gets shown. Well, in, we'll get there. And will we'll figure it out anyway. It, that's got the space stone, right? The space stone you can manipulate space. So like, I mean, I guess it makes sense that they can, that this that the energy they pull out of it creates explosions, but. I don't know. I just feel like I feel like w- when it's used in other movies, they use it to teleport or to transport things somewhere like that's how it's shown off in the Avengers and in some of the later movies. So, like, do you think that the energy that these guns that they've created shoot just teleports all the people that it, that get shot with it some random place?
0: Oh, <laughs> well, just <laughs> like a like, pile of bodies on the moon.
1: or or some yeah who knows some planet somewhere out in the middle of nowhere
2: (laughs) and then every time somebody new shows up that's still alive they're like oh another it's like the little like alien guys from the claw game in toy story
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that was i don't know that 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 was kind of my problem with the whole thing it's like he found a way to to manipulate space to make Space guns that manipulate space. I don't know. I'm thinking yeah. too hard about this.
0: <laughs> um, but then that's it. Like that's the whole movie. So a couple of things that I think, Kerf, you wanted to note Stanley's cameos in the movie. Did you happen to catch this one?
2: Yeah, I was going to say I don't think he's actually in. He that did.
0: One. He was the guy. He was the old guy, he and he said, a, yeah. "I thought he'd be taller," and that was his whole.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Was that like, oh, was that in the room after he, like, became,
0: embiggen? I think it was during one of the montages.
1: Oh, uh, okay. No, so do you re- do you remember after he made the first rescue? Uh, he he, went, he his first like adventure is Captain America, where he goes with the shitty shield into the base, and somehow just all his armor is just a leather jacket and that absurd american shield and he saves bucky from the table and he saves all the soldiers and he walks up you know to tommy lee jones at the base he got a medal there and then after that they show a scene of him supposed to be accepting the medal when he you know it's i don't know where it is it looked like it was somewhere in washington and they're like steve rogers come on out and accept your medal and they're like steve come on out right and then it's just a whole bunch of people out there and some random dude walks out that's not Steve Rogers to tell the other guy that Steve Rogers ain't coming. And it pans over to Stan Lee, and Stan Lee's like, I thought he'd be taller. he was a four-star general or something. No, I definitely – I
2: definitely missed that. Also, I just want
0: to say shout-out to Stan Lee, you know. I agree. R.I.P. I'm a Stan Stan.
1: Are you? <laughs> <What>?
0: <laughs> you? You never heard that? That's what the kids are saying now. Like, if you're a super fan of somebody, you're like, stand, you're standing for him. I don't know. Uh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm a stand, I'm a stand, stand. I,
2: actually, I think I'm too old to understand. It's based it.
0: on the hit Marshall Mathers song, Stan.
1: Oh. It got added to the dictionary. Did it really? Yeah. Yeah, I did. A few years back, they added the word stand to the uh, dictionary I hope, to mean like a crazy obsessed <laughs> fan. I really
2: hope I really hope yeet gets added to the dictionary. So do I.
0: That's a fantastic word.
2: Yeah. That's, that's I'm not going to lie. I still you don't just know what it means. something. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It. So imagine uh, you're messing with you know, like a appliance or something, anything that you'd might not necessarily care about and like, it's just not working and you just decide to yeet it across the room. Meaning like you just launch it across the room. Hence.
0: Yeah. You me. just eat it.
1: <laughs> you just eat it. Okay. I mean, <laughs> it kills me yeah. every time. Why not
0: <laughs> uh, guys? I'd like to end this podcast on a positive note. And I'd like each of you to say, what was point. your favorite part of this movie? Oh God! Uh, Do you have a favorite moment?
2: Any scene? I think my favorite. Go ahead, go ahead, Kerf. You go first. Any scene with Haley Atwell, the British actress who played the.
0: Was Haley. that her name?
2: Yeah, Haley girl.
0: Atwell. Okay. Well, you know, shout out to Haley Atwell.
1: Yeah, she did great.
0: I think. I think her I and Chris it. Evans' chemistry in this movie was so forced it made me uncomfortable, but sure.
1: Yeah. that's true. But to be fair though, they didn't really have any moments together. There was like two there were a few scenes where they were in the same room with each other. <laughs> that's about it? Okay. God, I re- really got to remember this so Kerf,
0: better next time. Kerf is uh, a <laughs> he he appreciated his moments where he could ogle. What about you, David?
1: I'm gonna go in a different direction I think that my favorite scene I think that my favorite moment in this movie was when Cap is about to jump on the giant airplane of Bomber Doom and he's in the the incredibly fast Nazi machine and before he jumps Agent Carter grabs him and is like you're not going without a kiss or whatever the hell she says and he kisses her and then he Cap, you know, Cap is so distraught by getting kissed that he looks at Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> like, "What just happened?" And Tommy Lee Jones just goes, "Hey, I'm not kissing you." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh
0: pretty uh, hard. So my favorite part was actually the Tommy Gun Lady, but because I already talked about her, I'll say that uh, my I'd that like to one. give major props to uh, one of the least acknowledged and um, semi-infrequent characters in this movie, which was Chris Evans' Brooklyn accent that came and went like the wind.
2: <laughs> that's, that's a fair point, actually. <laughs> I didn't even think it, about that. I don't think it was that good because I didn't even notice. Yeah, anything. no,
0: he's he had like eight or nine words that he would emphasize with a Brooklyn accent, but then uh, it was basically gone. And I'm not sure that it ever comes back for the rest of all of the movies.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Do, do you think maybe the serum also made his
2: speech better to yeah,
0: take away it somehow, his or something? You know, emphasized his vocal cords and tongue capabilities.
2: And, and he... maybe that's
1: one of the drawbacks of the soldier serum. <laughs> Give you all these sort of, you know, enhanced capabilities, but... You know what, I've got a canon,
0: I've got a canonical (laughs) way to explain this. When you, when you join like a PR campaign, they would probably train the accent out of him, you know, so that he just sounds like generic everyman.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Could you imagine if Captain America was from Boston? (laughs) i'm not gonna lie that would be
1: that would be hugely entertaining
0: so uh overall if you had to give this movie a rating out of 10 where would you put it oh man what no i let me change
1: wow i wasn't ready for these these kinds of questions where would you go why don't don't you you give your rating let's let's rate it out of 24
0: (laughs) Since we're going to watch 24 movies.
1: Holy. Oh, so. And we're only comparing. I don't it to know. Be I mean, I think some movies, of the movies so... are
0: gonna, like, I like to imagine, I don't know, like the best movie is going to be a 24. Now, this scale is ridiculous. Never mind. I've...
2: Yeah, let's <laughs> just do one out of 10. I feel like that's way too. I mean, we, that's something we can look at later on, but it'd probably be easier to. <laughs> that's a lot of movies. Gonna, to... I like to. The...
1: I like the one out of 10 thing. IMDB it.
2: Let's yeah, do it. But like, we could also do, you know, top three or top five or like top three best and top three worst or top three bottom three kind of thing once we finish. With we'll everything. get to that
0: at the end. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I feel like t- rating them one through 24 is a <laughs> little <laughs> rough. Just like Look. this movie. And that's why I'll give it a five. You give it a time. five?
0: Yeah. I think five is yeah. probably about right. I'm. I'm gonna go lower and say like four and
1: a half I mean all things considered if we're considering you know the special effects I don't know some of the damn, <laughs> uh, you know what yeah I'm not gonna try to <laughs> rationalize this I'm gonna right go when five you said out of effects, well. I
0: pictured Tiny Evans <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know how it somehow warped his chin, so
2: it looks like he doesn't have a chin in this movie. <laughs> I should have found an actor.
0: Yeah, though. all right. So so back, not not Marvel's <laughs> best um, introduction. I think they need to make a movie set earlier, just so that they can get this one off of number one.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is not.
0: But next, not high Next, up we there. have Captain Marvel. I haven't seen that one.
2: Yep. I've I've seen it once. Okay. I finally saw it last year. Um I think I actually bought it on iTunes or something and then it was on Disney Plus like later in the year for free, but um I I really liked it. I mean I may have slightly different reasons for liking it because Bree Larson, but I thought it was a good movie and like entertaining.
0: Thanks for keeping us grounded. Yeah.
1: Yeah, see, I, 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 I didn't. I don't know. I thought Captain Marvel
0: was sort of. Well, we'll okay. we'll get to that one next. Yeah. But any we'll any parting. We'll get there. I'm. Any I'm parting still excited thoughts? excited to watch it.
1: Uh, stay safe out there, and um, here I don't know. Don't yeah, get good advice. In the face. No, that's a bad
2: yeah. one. Yeah. It's that's a bad.
1: I don't know, it felt like bad advice.
2: And if, uh, I guess if you see a guy with a shield like that trying to attack you, like, don't aim for center mass, like, go for his feet or something, because, you know, he might not be that quick.
0: Yeah. Uh, my advice yeah. is just going to be, yeah. don't watch this movie. It was not that good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <it> was, uh, <laughs> if <laughs> you could just read a synapse of it. Synopsis? You know, watch watch. Yes, that one, synopsis (laughs) of it. Do that. Wow, a synapse. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's in the brain. Anyway, yeah, don't. Yeah, we might be dumber
0: (laughs) from watching this movie. This line from uh, the hit movie with Adam Sandler, Billy Madison.
2: (laughs) I award you no (laughs) points. (laughs)